What's up, y'all? It's Lindsay. Y'all know Talk to Love. Uh, so, yeah, it's Saturday and technically supposed to be my off day, but I'm on my way out here right now to a teacher's store so that I can redo the toddler room. So, I was thinking about doing a video showing like the progress and the things that I go through on a daily basis. And so today, like, you know, I'm about to go to the daycare. Well, as soon as I pick up some a few things, I'm going to go back up there. And I'm going to literally change every room inside the daycare. So being a business owner, I started to realize what I like, what I don't like, what I'm good at, and what I'm not too good at. One thing that I'm not too good at is change. <laughs> So I want, ideally, I want my daycares to be set up and that's it. But I also have, I'm very indecisive. So being indecisive and not being good with change are not two of the best qualities to put together. But here we have me. And I, don't get me wrong, like, I like how I initially set up the daycare. So for those of you who don't know, my daycares were previously um, homes, and the city that I'm in, they turned these homes into commercial properties where a lot of businesses started opening up, uh, you know, their business. So these two particular locations are zoned commercially, but they look like houses. So when you walk into them, they have individual rooms, they have doors in their rooms. It looks like like you can literally set it up as a house. Uh, the only thing that my locations did not have when I got there were kitchens. So we created kitchens with like hot plates and things like that. So I, of course, I took the biggest room and I said, okay, this will be the main play area. And the smaller rooms were like the lunch area. Um, one room stayed empty because I never really knew what to do with it. So it was, it was my office originally and then it became my toddler room. And then there was another room is where the baby's sleeping, where the diaper changes. So when you walk into my daycare, the first room you see is the green room. So that's the biggest room. And then the last room in the back, which the location is not very big at all. Um, so it's not that far. But the location in the back is the diaper changing and the sleeping room. So one thing that I did not like was the fact that in order to change the diaper, we had to leave the front room and go to the back room where we couldn't keep eyes on the kids who were in the front room if there was only one person working. So now the biggest room in the front will be the infant room. So therefore, we can fit the cribs in there. We can fit the diaper changing table in there. And we don't have to leave the room to change the tables. And then one room will be a gross motor room because wintertime is approaching. So... That's probably the room that we'll play around with and switch it up every so often. But because wintertime is approaching, uh, we won't be able to go outside as much. So that room will be like a trampoline, uh, you know, soft padding so that they can play and climb on things. Um, I brought like a little indoor gym set kind of. Uh, but we'll see how it goes with that because we have some very busy and active toddlers. So just making sure that they stay safe while that stuff is in the room. Then the back room that was my office slash the infant room will become the toddler classroom. So I went from having toddlers and infants and toddlers separate to combining them once the infants were walking. So now I'm seeing that it's best to separate them again. So toddlers will have their own classroom. 
um, with their tubbies and everything in there. So I may also be able to change the front room around, maybe put like a little office or um, I don't know, we'll see. And then the room where the diaper changes were will be the sick room. So when I was home base, I, my assistant at the time, when she found out that I was moving into a bigger location, she said I should make one of the rooms a sick room. And at that time, I didn't know what she meant. Like, a sick room? Like, why would we put a whole bunch of sick kids in a room together? And who's going to want to work the sick room? But doing some research and also dealing with a lot of the viruses that I spoke about in the last podcast, you know, it's something that will be very beneficial to us parents. So I've been doing my own little research on that. That's a completely different podcast that we'll get into later. Um, but So right now, that's that location. So... The preschool location, uh, ever since I hired a lead teacher over there that has experience and, you know, she's working daycares before, like that program is coming together um, as far as how it's set up. So now we just have to work on the policies with that program along with the infant and toddler program. So uh, me coming from home, from a home daycare by myself and just pretty much having an assistant, I honestly didn't realize everything that goes into opening up any type of business where you have to employ other people. And that's kind of where I hit my head or kind of fell short because I expected me from other people not realizing what I had to go through to get to the point of where I'm at today. And also, it's just not in a lot of people to, you know, take pride in their work and to put their best foot forward at all times where me naturally like i want to i want to be the best so i'm going to put full effort into most of the things that i do and you know hiring is a big part like it's literally dependent on people to do their job so that your business runs efficiently and you know i'm working on that part of it now trying to just get it everyone in position so that it's running smoothly it's like my infantile location it's so hard to keep people over there and, you know, I'm not sure if it's because my standards are too high, which I don't believe so. Um, I don't know if it's hiring people with no experience or it may just be because I know if I don't have anyone there, I will have to work it. And I'm really trying to get my foot out the door. Um, but as of now, I'm, I'm there. I do have a lady that's starting the first week of October to kind of take over that program so I'm going to train her on everything that I like and you know my expectations and things like that um but for the most part that's what's going on with the daycares now it's really just bringing it all together um I don't know it's like when I started it was it hasn't it hasn't calmed down for me yet you know like it's still a hustle I'm still you know and rolling new kids trying to fill these last few slots and also being fair and being realistic with what my program can handle like I know my program cannot handle you know kids with uh certain learning disabilities just because we don't have the resources to provide them the best experience so I'm looking into that now so that I can set it up so that we can outsource different therapists and different specialists so that we can incorporate everybody into our program um but but i mean for the most part (laughs) it's a lot it is a lot but it's worth it 
and I know in the end, this will be like my ultimate program. It'll be everything that I wanted it to be. It's just really putting in that work right now. Like I promise you, it's Saturday. It's a nice Saturday at that. I did not want to get up. I wanted to chill. I wanted to lay down. But, you know, I honestly had this thought just pop into my head. Like, Lindsay, you got to get it done. And I went with it. Like, I got up off the couch. I was like, all right, come on. I'm about to go out to Orland right now just to go to the store and take some stuff back so I can go back to the daycare and start getting these rooms together. So, yeah, I'm going to try to do a video so you guys can see the rooms and set up the before and the after. And until next time. What's up, y'all? This is Lindsay on our Talks of Love. So, what's been going on? Um, so, I rearranged the daycares, and I told you guys about all the viruses going around. Uh, so, today, uh, it's just the day. I honestly don't even want to talk about what's going on with the daycare. More so, like, what's going on with me running the daycare. Um... I don't think I realize how much goes into going from a home daycare to a facility where I have to manage and depend on employees. Now, granted, (laughs) there's a lot that goes into it, but there's a lot that goes into the type of person that I had to become in order to handle what I'm going through right now. And it's funny how life ties itself together because there was a lot of stuff that I went through early on. I'm like, man, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep, you know, going through this? And they say you keep going through the same things until you learn your lesson from it. And now I'm starting to see like, okay, the stuff that I need to learn, I'm steady repeating over and over and over again. And building this brand, sometimes I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to be strictly business. Like, no, you know, I'm going to hire people. Y'all going to come to work. Y'all going to do your job. Y'all going to go home. Or if I want to make this what I originally had when I started this, it was like family oriented. I was had a connection with all the parents and the families and the kids involved, you know, but I never made that connection with the people that I hired. And just knowing that, okay, I'm responsible for a person's salary. I'm responsible for how a person makes they living. I'm responsible for a lot that's associated. Like if you think about the, in the grand scheme of things, your job is what like 80 percent of your life you know what i'm saying like a lot of people have their jobs like their jobs come before spending time with their family and doing things that they enjoy doing so it's like okay if i have that much responsibility for another individual i want to make it a good experience or make it the best experience that i can make it and in turn it's like you know i'm working with these ladies and you know talking to them spending time with them every day it's like i'm growing through this process you know, they may not know it, but I know it. I know that I'm a different person than I was when I first started this, you know, a year and a half ago. But, you know, just talking to them, like you build these relationships, you build these bonds, you build these, you know, friendships with them. And sometimes it's hard to cut it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't care. Like, at this point, I don't care. Like, I'm genuinely going to be who I am. And I'm a person who cares. So (laughs) I don't have to just say I don't care. But I don't care about trying to be a boss. I don't care about trying to be, you know, a superior. Like, that stuff is not important to me because I look at people and I understand. Like, I empathize. So I know how I felt when I worked for a company and I put my best foot forward and I didn't feel like I was appreciated or, you know, 
other people who was kissing, you know, kissing the supervisor's ass or whatever, like they got promoted before I did, but I knew I did a better job. And it's like, I want to avoid that with my brand. But, you know, a lot of people just don't have that differentiation between, you know, having a relationship with your boss or whatever you want to call it and doing their jobs efficiently at all times. And, you know, and I take the blame for a lot of it. Like, to me, it's my fault. Like, I'm accountable for anything that happens within my business. Like, I don't care who I hire, you know, what they did. Like, at the end of the day, I'm the one who made the decision to hire them to put them in my program. So whatever is done or whatever is not done is on me. And, you know, I know I carry a a huge load with taking the responsibility of everybody, but I honestly don't know how to change that. I don't know how to say okay, you coming to work, you're not happy. That's not my fault. That's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like I pay good, like compared to other daycares, compared to any place, like I pay my employees, I pay them good. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's not the most a person can make, but considering the field that we in, you know, the things that I have to consider for overhead and, you know, different bills and things like that, I pay them the best that I can. And I'm starting to think like, it's not just about money. You know what I'm saying? Because you can continue to give and give and give and, you know, give all these raises, which I've done. And it seems like morality gets lower when things don't go their way. And I don't know. I just don't know. I just needed the time to vent because I honestly don't know what to do. It's like, I go home every weekend, every Friday, like, you know, okay. You know, I joke with the girls, like we tell it, you know, personal business, like, I don't personally tell too much of my own, but, you know, I listen to them. Like, I really care. I'm really invested in their personal lives. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if they know how to still respect me as, okay, this is my boss or my employer. This is somebody who pays my salary. I mean, and if you ask me, I don't think they respect it because they come in with attitudes. Like, what the fuck is the problem like you know what I'm saying like y'all come to work every day like I try to make work as enjoyable as possible but it's only so much that I can compensate for you know what I'm saying like I'm sitting here I'm opening and I'm closing because I got one girl who's late so I don't want to lose a client because she's late every morning another girl is mad because she has to work nights or let me take that back let me retract retract that whole statement she doesn't have to work nights she has to close or she had to close every day so I made an arrangement where she was alternate with another girl, but the other girl ended up quitting. So I, in turn, took the spot. So I'm closing one location at 5 o'clock and then coming next door to close another location until 6 o'clock. And it's like, where is my break? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm building all of this, but I'm also building it and keeping myself there. And I know I cannot efficiently do anything as long as I keep myself there for people that I'm paying full salaries for. Like, it just does not make sense to me at this point. So I don't know. I I don't know how to be professional and, you know, have all of these boundaries when it comes to being an employer and also care about these girls. Like, I don't. Like, I either care a lot too much or I don't care at all. There's no in-between with me. And I'm trying to figure that part out because I want them. I want it to be an in-between. I don't want it to be all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want me to. I don't want to have to feel like, oh, I have to care about everything that goes on with you or I can't care about you at all you know like I don't know if that makes sense but whatever just trying to figure that part out because it's frustrating at this point you know what I'm saying like I pay good 
I tell people what I expect from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a person is having a bad day, I try to pitch in. But it's like, okay, Lindsay, you can't think that you're doing all of this stuff right and things keep going wrong. So what's the problem? Like, I really need somebody to break this down for me because I don't know. Like, I don't know how to draw that line, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, nope, not going to talk about this with them because if I talk about this, then they won't respect this. Because, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm me. Like, I'm me all the time. So... I don't really know how to turn that off. Like, to me, that's being fake, and I'm not a fake person. But it's something that I need to figure out. Um, like, even now, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to work tomorrow, and I'm going to keep it professional. But how do you keep it professional with people that you around all the time? You know what I'm saying? Like, I really care about them. Like, I really want them to be the best they can be. And, you know, I, I even take myself out of the equation. Like, if they choose to leave, like, I still wish them the best. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the time that you're here with me, like, respect it you know what I'm saying like do your job like I don't short nobody on their checks like I don't play around with nobody's hours you know I try to I know the day now don't get me wrong the daycare is not as structured as, as it should be but I'm trying you know what I'm saying like I'm trying to get it all together I'm trying to get these uniforms together I'm trying to get these policies together so that everybody's protected so I'm protected because if something was to happen and they say they don't know this policy or that policy, even if I did tell them, like, I have to get it in writing to say that, okay, I told you this, you understood this, and they have to sign. Like, it's a lot that I have to do. And I'm just, I'm not overwhelmed right now because I'm I'm taking all the punches that come at me. But at the same time, it's just like, I want to know what I'm doing wrong or what I need to do different. And, you know, like, one of those things, like, where you keep going or keep um encountering the same lesson until you learn it it's like that's how I feel like this is like I keep hiring people so now I have to figure out okay how do I keep these people and also keep my business running efficiently like I don't want people to be around me because I'm their friend or because you know we can talk about anything like I want people to be around me because they know that they can grow within my business within my brand like I have a vision for this and we all have to work together in order to get it done I can't do it by myself like I tried trust me if it was up to me I probably would do it by myself but since I've realized that you know what I'm saying like I want to build this team but it's like how do you how do you draw that line like I honestly don't know I I don't know if I should take a coaching class and you know how to be uh, a leader in the business field or I don't know like I honestly I'm just really trying to figure it out right now but I just wanted to you know tune in and get it off my chest because I guess I feel a little bit better just talking it through I still don't have a solution for it though because I don't know man I don't know because then it's like working with women everybody's so emotional and like <laughs> it's frustrating I don't know. I thought about hiring men. Like, okay, maybe I should bring men into early childhood, like maybe into the preschool program. Maybe that would kind of, you know, decrease the estrogen and increase the testosterone. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to figure this out. Um, Yeah, I'm going to figure this out, hopefully sooner than later, because at this point, I don't think I got too many chances to keep getting it wrong. Like, Especially when I see potential in the people that I'm hiring. Like, I just want them, I want to push them to be, that's what I need to figure out. How do I push people to be the best that they can be without them depending on me to get the job done? That's what I need to figure out. All right. That's it, y'all. Next time. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay, owner of Tots and Love. 
I am here with my daughter, Aubrey. So we decided to do a podcast. Well, we it was suggested that we do a podcast today just because we have such an interesting, interesting day. Um, Aubrey, you want to start? Well, here, let, let's start like this. How do you feel about the day that we had today? Terrible. You feel terrible? Why do you feel terrible? Because of your birthday and it was like we had a talk this morning and then my mom's telling me today that energy, negative energy passes along wherever you go. So then, after we had a talk, we decided to let the dogs out while the bird was out. And then, our bird, she got scared to death and then she had passed away. So, yes, I think it's a terrible day. Okay, so, just a little backstory on what happened today. A lot happened today. So, the grand finale was my bird keys passed away. Um, it was a bunch of different events that led up to her passing away, which is the reason for this podcast, just to reflect and to really see what lesson was learned and all of it. Um, because it was a lot, a lot happened today. And I feel, I feel some type of way just because you know, you get so many opportunities in life, you know, like you'll always get a second chance. Well, most of the time when it's a lesson you got to learn and you're meant to do something great, like you're going to get those second chances. And sometimes those second chances hit hard until you finally just wake up and realize what the lesson is. So, you know, Ira, I'm going to go back to you. Like, what do you feel like the lesson was in all of this? What, What lesson did you learn in all of this? I feel like negative energy does pass along, and negative energy always has to prove its point or something. So when it passes along and it keeps passing over and over, and you let it get to you some way, type of way, something really bad is going to lead up that negative energy. Okay. Now, I like what you said, what if you keep allowing it, it's going to lead to something bad, right? Now, let's go back to the talk that we had this morning. And I agree. Like, if you allow negative energy into your life, into your circle, into who you are as a person, eventually bad things will happen. So how do you keep that negative energy out? Well, for my experience, like, just stay calm and don't let stuff get to you too badly. And if it does, if you ever cause it or something, just talk to them. So, then your problems won't cause your family members and stuff. Because when negative energy comes on, and then you tell somebody else, and then now that stuff is between you and you guys, that's going all everywhere. And then it just keeps on negative energy. And 
So is that what happened this morning with me and you? What happened? talk to you so what did you want to say to me like so we could just spend some more time together and really that's all that i could say instead of what did you do instead of telling instead of talking to me what did you do i'm telling other people well i didn't tell other people but it's like i talked to like you were in the middle and then i kept going around you and around you you told other other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which led to what? Do you see how everything is connected? And what I want you to learn, what I learned the most out of all of it is that I have to protect you from that negative energy too. I have to be able to stand on my thoughts my feelings my beliefs so that can't nobody get to you or can't nobody get to me through you do you understand that Mm -hmm. do you it's serious ivory it's a lot that It's a lot that can be done with the right energy. It's a lot that can be done with the wrong energy. But in our case, in our circumstance, we have to be better than we are family. Right? So not be better than family. We have to be family. Family is not going to sit there and let outsiders into their business and dictate how situations and how problems are resolved. We do that. If you mad at me about something, who should you tell? Nobody else. That goes for anything. If you mad at your dad about something, who should you tell? Nobody else. Now, it's okay to ask for advice. But asking for advice is different than telling on someone. Right? I don't want to lecture you. Like, I want us to have a conversation about what happened because it's a, it's a deep lesson in all of it. And I really want you to understand the importance of protecting us. And how big of a part you play in protecting us. Do you understand that? Do you? With protecting us, we protect you. By protecting you, we protect us. You see, it all works together. Nobody works against each other. If one person works against it, it don't work. But that's something you have to learn like that. It takes a certain level of maturity to 
really want to rectify a problem and not just get your way. Because where are we at right now? You can say it. I'm asking you, where are we at? At the mall, right? And what was the problem this morning that you told me? So here we are at the mall, right? Does that solve the problem? Or does that allow you to get your way? You got your way, right? Because there's other ways that we can spend. We spend time together all the time. We are almost with each other all the time. But you wanted to go somewhere. You wanted to go to the mall. You wanted to get your nails done. Right? So it's other ways. You have to solve the problem. And when you solve a problem, you think of solutions for both sides. You have to come to a solution that fits the problem and in, in its whole. Not just your side of the problem. Not just my side of the problem. Because I could say, well, Arby, we spend time together because you at work with me. But is that solving your problem? Is that you getting your way? That's me getting my way, right? When we can be like, oh, well, what do we both want to do? Because it's okay to do stuff by yourself. Right? Do you agree with that? What do you like doing by yourself? You can't think of nothing else. I mean, it's something that you're doing without another person. But I think that's what needs to be done. We need to find things that we enjoy doing by ourselves. So that we're not dependent on anyone else to have fun in those moments. Does that make sense? Yes. No. You want to say anything? Mm-hmm. Why not? Don't you don't got nothing to think of. How do you feel? What mixed emotions are you having? It's okay to be sad. I'm sad. 
I think that was a messed up way for Keys to die. Like, on so many different levels. That was my favorite bird. I think probably, what, not, I ain't had too many birds, but that was my bird. Like, me and Keys had a real connection. So it's okay to be sad. Feel how you feel. It's okay to feel how you feel. Like, I'm sad right now. I'm drained. Um, I'm hopeful because I feel like if I learn the lesson from this, it won't happen again. That brings me hope. That makes me happy. Because I know I'll never lose another Keys, and I also know that Keys passed away, and it was a lesson learned. So it's okay to be sad. It's like I want to be sad, but I don't want to show it. It's okay to show it. Like, I ain't even asking you, Jay, but it's like being like depressed and stuff. I don't want to feel that way, but sometimes it's like my heart is telling me to feel that way. I don't know how to explain it really, but it's like. Do you feel like you have to be that way? Do you feel like people expect you to be that way? No. No? I hope not. It, it's okay to be sad, but sadness is something that you have to... Okay. Yeah. It's okay to be sad. It's okay, you know, like, I'm going to miss Keys. I'm sad that she's gone, but life goes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to live in a sad world. I don't want to be around sad people, you know, so I'm not going to be sad. Like, it's different between really being sad and seeking sympathy from others. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Exactly. That's why if you're sad, if you're genuinely sad, it's okay to be sad. Like, I'm, I'm dealing with it in my own way. Like, I'm sad, but it's like, okay. I just know that, you know, good is going to come from it. You know? Like, she didn't pass away for no reason. Like, a lot of good came from it. What good came from it? Mm-hmm. What other good do you think came from it? What lesson was that? You know, you can change negative energy into positive energy. You can. You want to know how? By not giving into it. Always be happy. And always want others to be happy. If you do that, you will stay in the light.
let's take the situation today for example and you tell me how you perceive it right how did you feel this morning when you woke up I didn't know what to feel like trying to sleep. I was tired. But okay. I didn't know what to feel like you was happy this morning when you woke up? Okay, so at what point did you not become happy? Like, when you got unhappy, then you didn't get a chance to everything. So that made you unhappy? It really didn't make me unhappy. How did you feel? Like we forgot about you? Like you didn't matter? Yeah. So that's why you were mad at me? You don't know why you was mad at me? I knew why, but... Why were you mad at me? Okay, so why were you mad at me? So you you woke up happy. But then when you realized that I wasn't there, you felt like I wasn't there because I didn't want to be around you, and that made you unhappy, right? And so because you were unhappy, you wanted me to be unhappy too. Hmm? Then what, what did that, what did that make you want to do? Or what did that make you do? But did you try? So why did you call grandma? Because I felt like you guys didn't want to talk to me like that, so that's why you guys left. Aubrey. Aubrey. Why did you call grandma? So you have to be honest. You're not being honest. Why did you call grandma? Because you were unhappy? Because you were upset? Because you were mad? And how did you want 
me to feel. Okay, so you call grandma so that she can be on your side? No, because, like, yesterday I was mad at you at work. So I really didn't want to talk to you back then. But then I called grandma because she texted me this morning. I was like, I should talk to you. And she knew where I work. So I was. I texted grandma, I said, hey, I can talk to my mom. And then she said, no, she's got the house. I said, house is where? Aubrey. We on a podcast right now. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can be honest, okay? I am honest. Okay. Because it all goes back to what the lesson was today. I just want you, I want to make sure that you understand it. Because it's like you setting yourself up for what I'm, for the answers that you're giving me. Like, well, grandma texted me this morning, so I thought that if she texted me, she would have talked to you. So I asked her, did she, did you talk to my mom? You don't go to her first. Come to me first. You don't know why she's texting you. She may be trying to figure out where I'm at. I may not want her to know where I'm at. You see how you have to keep stuff within us? Do you? When they see us a wink-wink in the circle, they're going to pick on that wink-wink. If people see, all right, let's say it's a million dollars in this building and it's a million dollars in this building, right? This building is built out of brick, right? It got steel windows. It is hard to penetrate. It's hard to get in there. Whereas this house is built out of straw. They got straw doors, straw windows, a million dollars in both houses. Which house you going to go for? Why? Because it's more easier. Because it's easier to get into, right? We're this straw because of one person. I'm not even going to say one person because sometimes it's me too. We want to be this brick house with these steel windows that ain't nobody going to mess with. Even they know it's a million dollars in there, but they're not going to mess with it because they know they can't get through to it. So, you know, what's going to happen when they realize they can't get through? We're going to open the door. Because what they going to do? How? We right there. You have to be strong. I have to be strong. At all times. Okay? Okay? Can you be strong? Can you? Can you? 
I'm serious. Okay. All right. I don't know if this is how this podcast was supposed to go, but that's how it went. So, you got anything else to say? Huh? 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 See, you ain't whining. Do you have anything else to say? Okay. Thank you. It starts there, Aubrey. That was a yes or no question, not a mm mm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Do you have anything else to say? That's it's as simple as that. Okay. All right. Tell them bye. <laughs> All right. Till next time. <laughs>